On Thursday, December 23rd, four people were killed when a volley of rockets exploded and caused widespread damage in Nigeria's northeastern city of Maiduguri. Maiduguri is the capital of Borno State, the epicenter of the 12-year-long insurgency in the northeast and Lake Chad region. The rockets landed a few kilometers from the civilian airport and a few miles from a strategic military airbase shortly before the Nigerian president, Mohamed Buhari, arrived in Maiduguri to commission projects. The attack raises concerns and questions on the vulnerability of the densely populated city and critical infrastructure such as the airport to rocket strikes. The following day in Abuja, the president presided over an emergency security council meeting, after which the inspector general of police, Usman Al-Ghali Baba, spoke on the worrisome development and effort to checkmate it. They are launching into major towns, they are launching in Maiduguri. It is a concern and it has been seriously checkmate and there are efforts to continuously checkmate it. Welcome to another episode of the Crisis Room podcast. I am Maria Mustafa. In this podcast, we look at crisis trends across the country and answer the tough questions around them. This week, I am here with my colleague, Murtala Abdullahi. Today, we will be discussing the vulnerability and security exposed by explosive projectors such as mortars and rockets launched towards Midway. We will also be discussing possible mitigation measures and security interventions in the Lechard Basin. We want to wish our listeners a wonderful holiday, wear a face mask, maintain social distance, and stay safe at all times, as the COVID-19 pandemic is still here with us. For those in Northeast Nigeria, it deeply saddens my heart to hear and have to talk about this recent rocket attack in Maiduguri. So Maiduguri metropolitan city has endured the largest burden to support those displaced by the violence in the state. It is fortified by trenches and security positions. The densely populated city also houses government buildings, government officials, humanitarian actors and facilities, and the humanitarian air bridge based at the airport. In fact, the headquarters of the counterinsurgency campaign and one of the most important air bases in charge of prosecuting the military operations against insurgent groups are located in Meduguri. Exactly. We can describe Meduguri as a vital administrative, humanitarian, economic and security hub in the region. The security of the city has gone through several phases and threats since the 2009 uprising and subsequent brutal insurgents. Boko Haram and its place of faction, Islamic State West Africa province, ISWAP, over the years adopted different tactics to extend their terror campaign to the city. Explosive projectors are one of those approaches adopted to cause havoc. So this recent attack led to the loss of lives and widespread damage in communities. This is a really worrying development and not the first incident related to explosive projectiles. The debris from the impact area that appeared online gives a hint on the nature of the attack. It shows what looks like sessions of the ground rockets. I used to use similar rockets on December 3rd to target Medugui airport, but the rockets fell short of their main target and hit civilian areas. There have been several other incidents related to guard work at use, including an attack on Meiji in 2019, hours before voting began for the presidential and parliamentary election. The guard workers are launched usually through use of basic tactics, although in 2020 an improvised fault tube launcher appeared in ISO propaganda. 
The guard workers are unguided and notoriously inadequate. However, they give insurgents a weapon that can deploy lethal warheads and when used against populated areas like Medjugorje as we have seen, the risk of causing destruction and civilian harm is immense. The recent attack actually shows the lethality and destructive capacity of these weapons. Another example of this type of risk and threat from explosive projectiles happened just back in February. ISWAP's rival faction Boko Haram fired mortars and fabricated rockets into the city, resulting in the death of at least 15 persons. It's clear from our conversation that authorities need to invest in countermeasures to mitigate the weeks posed by explosive projectors, which extend terror threats beyond the trenches built to protect the city. While responding to the December 3rd incident, the Bono State Governor highlighted the need to ensure adequate surveillance. To mitigate the threat, military and intelligence-led efforts are required to deny launch squads the freedom to move to a stage in Guan from where launches are conducted and also the need for a robust response against this threat. Going after these capabilities and preventing further capture of indirect fire systems, uh, including rockets from security forces, is very important. This is an episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. Thank you for listening. I am Miriam Mustafa. Join in next week for another episode. Members of our production team are Anthony Asemuta and Anita Eboigwe. The executive producer is Ahmed Salkida.